Why have music lovers been flocking to a farm in Tennessee since 2002? They've come halfway between Chattanooga and Nashville to a little place called Coffee County for an unforgettable music experience. Happy Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo fans flocking to Manchester tonight, the annual music festival in a field. It's indescribable. I mean, you can't explain it. You can't describe this place to somebody. Yeah, it's just magical. Bonnaroo has brought millions of dollars in tax revenue to the economy of Coffee County, and organizers hope with the new additions, more people will make the trek to Manchester, Tennessee. Since Bonnaroo started, tourism has doubled here in Manchester. How you doing? How's Bonnaroo? Right, good to see you. I just got tickets to Bonnaroo and this insane lineup this year. The, the microscopic men will be there like four in the morning slide eight who knows ten o'clock i don't care i'm sleeping over dude what the hell is that what would you say you do here it's stone's weekly dose because i'm kind of an idiot i'm a dumb guy brian you don't have to keep trying so hard to impress me i already really like you you're midweek I told you about Brian. I told you. Come on, man. Brian was just making a joke. I'm so lucky to have met you, Brian. You're such an amazing guy. It's Stone's Weekly Dose. And note to self, don't die. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Stone on Air podcast, your midweek download destination. Available just a little bit earlier this week. Planned on getting it out on Monday. Ran into some production issues, and so it came out officially on the 5th of June, 2018. It is Stone's Picks, a Bonnaroo preview show for the festival coming up this weekend. It's my second favorite time of year. My first favorite time of year is the springtime in the month of April. And then right behind that, coming in second place, is June and the Bonnaroo week. And then just about every other month is tied for third. <laughs> it might be a little bit more complicated than that. And if I sat down and penned the paper, carried the one, did some math, I might be able to find months that I like more than others. Like September is a pretty good month. So it would probably come in at number three. And then all nine other ones are then tied for fourth. You get the point. April and June are what my years are all about. It's basically leading up into the new year to get into April, to get into June, and then basically that means half the month is over by the time you get through those uh, those two months in that six-month stretch. And then it's basically just sitting around and waiting on another go-around to do it all over again. And that's pretty much been the way my adult life has been for the last 16 years years this will be my 17th consecutive bonnaroo i do hope to bring in a few extra new listeners that might know nothing about me or this show just because of the hashtags and the excitement that is the festival bonnaroo so i'll explain who i am if you do happen to be a new listener my name is brian stone at stone on air on all social media i don't flood you out when i go do fun things like this but at bonnaroo i do put out quite a bit but I think people like that. I think people want it. People who don't get to go, who want to see what it's like, and the people who are there who understand how great of a festival it is and how different of a kind 
of, uh, of of place and event that it is. It's not just some music festival. Every year when we talk about you know the 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 festival season and who's where and what's happening and where at and all this who what when where and why. Well, yeah, those are all great, but those aren't the same thing as Bonnaroo, and they're not even the same thing as like Coachella, maybe even. Um, they have similarities in there somewhere, but overall, they're two completely different things. If you've been, you know, and if you haven't, you just have to basically go to completely understand. But I think I talk about it enough on my own adult life. I think you can at least uh, probably take my word for it, at least take a guess at, uh, at, at how different of an experience it actually is. Uh, I work for a radio station called Alt 98.7 here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I've worked in talk radio. I've worked in sports radio. I've done a lot of different things. My favorite thing is this, talking. Uh, the spoken word, conversational uh, genre format is my favorite thing. And when I moved away from the spoken word talk radio format about a year and a half ago, that's damn near two years ago, actually. That that date is coming up. I was fired. I have whole podcasts on it. If you'd like to search through the archives, it's very easy to find back from the end of uh, the summertime of 2016. But since I moved away from that, I started doing this weekly standalone podcast. It is my thoughts and my comments on the passing parade of life. It has a lot of focus on the Southeast, a lot of focus on the city of Chattanooga specifically, but if the national story warrants, then I go down that road. And trust me, the national, the national news cycle definitely warrants it a lot. And sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes it's serious. Sometimes it's totally heavy and can even be potentially sad at times, depending on the subject matter. Or it could be goofy and silly. Or it can be something like this where it's just looking ahead to a music festival. So it really is a podcast like none other because you just never know what you're going to get. And if you like me, then you might genu- genuinely like the show from time to time. I might bore you because I talk about something you don't know anything about. And if you hate me and you think I suck, well, then I don't guess you're still here now, or I don't guess you ever would have stuck around in uh, before and into the, the past into the present now. So now we're all caught up. Great to meet you. Happy to have you along. Stoneonair.com. And again, at Stoneonair on all social media. And I will be lighting it up. Instagram, Twitter, and um, and Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook primarily. Snapchat, blech, y'all can have your Snapchat. I've gave that a run. I gave that a whirl. I, I, about two years ago is when I started and said, fine, fine, I'll do Snapchat. And a year and a half later, that's stupid. So Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. All right, so today uh, I've got 20 cuts here of 20 bands that I am going to at least are on my list to see. In no particular order, I'm just going in the order in which they play on the farm this coming weekend starting on Thursday. Now, especially because the weather is looking good, I am heading up Wednesday morning. I've actually been, I'm really excited about this. Uh, I got okayed to be on the media walkthrough at 1 p.m. Central Time where they let just a handful of people walk the grounds before they've let any person in Wednesday at around 1 o'clock. And so I'm really, I found that out today, really, really happy about that. I didn't think it was going to happen and didn't count on it either. So it's a super, uh, a super surprise that I'm stoked. So I'll do that on Wednesday. Then we'll be in camping and set up by Wednesday evening into the night. Then I do my own walkthrough as the entire festival site is lit up. The stages are being sound checked and light checked. And the concession areas and all the secondary things to do and see all in Senaru are all being turned on and off and, and just get their last go round to try to make sure everything's good to go. And if you're, if you're where we're camping, you're allowed to walk around through there. There's probably maybe 500 people 
that are just kind of sort of mingling around and how big of an area this is. 500 people is like, you know, little ants running around. Not, nobody out there. And it is one of my favorite nights of the year. Absolutely serious talk. I'm not exaggerating even a little bit. Of the whole weekend, it's one of my favorites because it's just something so, and I don't know what the right word is, and if I guess if spirituality was something I was into, it might this might be what spirituality feels like. But being on that farm, my favorite place in the world, when I'm one of the only people allowed inside of Senru with everything, all the lights on and the Bonnaroo signs light up, it's just it's something you want to talk about a, a festival you can't explain. This is a singular moment that nobody can explain because almost nobody has access to it. And uh, I've done it five or six times because it's, it's sometimes I'm allowed, sometimes I'm not. This year. I am very much allowed with uh, the full access that I used to have come uh, used to and, and had regularly. Now I have to fight and claw for a little bit more, but I have it, and I'm happy, and I'm excited. So let's get things started, shall we? When this festival lineup was announced back in January, uh, I was on a Facebook Live with Barry Corder and Brad Steiner, who are we're, we're all uh, in this together as far as camping and, and decision-making and part planning and all those things that go into this weekend. Uh, I sat down and said, I don't know what I don't know what I'm supposed to see here. I don't know what any of this is. Like, I, I mean, maybe it's good. I just don't know. And I did the same thing the year before, um, and I was totally wrong. It turns out that that was an incredible lineup. It just took me six months to figure it out. This one took me less than six months. Over the last six weeks, at least, I've been putting a lot more effort into figuring out who some of these bands are. And there's a lot of great, great music that's going to be here this year. And I've almost never... Outside of the Alabama Shakes about five years ago when they played on Thursday, I've almost never had a Thursday act I cared to see whatsoever just because I wasn't that hip up to the up-and-coming emerging acts because that's what Thursday has turned into. It's, it's the emerging act stage. But at, at this point where how, how star-studded Bonnaroo can get, you're still pretty established playing on Thursday. This isn't like some contest day or whatever. But so this Thursday, immediately, right off the bat, there is a scheduling problem for me. At 5 o'clock, as soon as the stages really have just barely gotten going, on Thursday the 7th, Ron Gallo is on that tent, and the Dreamers are on the Who stage. Now, the Dreamers, we play in rotation Alt 98.7 a lot, and I'm looking forward to that, and we'll get to them in a second. But I was told by my buddy Brad that I needed to be listening to Ron Gallo. It's kind of cut from the same mold of Courtney Barnett, maybe even like a little car seat headrest, but with maybe a little bit more pop riff swings in there if that makes any sense so i've given ron gallo about two or three spins through 10 to 15 songs or so and uh do i like it absolutely do i love it i'm not sure yet i'll tell you more once i get back from the show this is ron gallo playing at five o'clock on thursday at bonnaroo That's Ron Gallo, Thursday at 5. Going head-to-head with Ron Gallo is a band that's much more, I don't know, alternative rock, I'd say. They're called The Dreamers, and I've been listening to them a lot recently, and I know I love this stuff, so I'll have to split the two stages. So 
this point forward on the podcast, I'm going to move pretty fast, keep it rapid fire. It'll last as long as it lasts. I haven't uh, decided that. Actually, I never decide how long these podcasts are last. I just do them until they're over with. This is a girl named Elizabeth Morin uh, or Morris. It doesn't really matter because she doesn't go by it. Her name is Lizzie professionally, and she will be at 5 o'clock on that tent on the 7th on that first Thursday of Bonnaroo. That one is called Best Days. I know that one because it is in our ref, our, our rotation at Alt 98.7 and did some research on her because I think I have, at least I know one of our guys does, I hope I can get on it as well, an interview with Lissy some point throughout the weekend. I'm not sure when, where, or how, or whether it will be translate well into a recording for the podcast, but that is the goal is to spend the entire weekend recording as many interviews and segments and as much – uh, festival audio capturing that I can possibly get my hands on. So for the f- final act that I'll be trying to catch that night on Thursday, it's not until it'll officially be Friday, late night on that tent, which is pretty much meaning the headliner of all of Thursday. It's a band I've been familiar with for quite some time, but I've never actually seen yet. And the more I listened to recently, realize these guys are right up my alley. This is Pigeons playing ping pong. They're playing at 1 o'clock in the morning, which is officially Friday morning, Thursday night at Bonnaroo 2018. Yeah, now I remember this one's called Melted Lights. I think I'm losing my mind, y'all. Yeah, that's right up my alley. That is my speed for sure. Pigeons playing ping pong. So that wraps up my picks, Stone's picks for Thursday. A whole slew of music left to be seen that day, but that's where I'll end things. We'll start into Friday. And really, and I don't know how many people think about this all that much, and I haven't had this conversation with too many people, but that the what stage, the main stage at Bonnaroo, to me, is one of the most perfect places to watch music. It is in such a perfectly situated field. The music is so damn loud. You will not believe how loud that stage is, and loud in a good way. And the, and the, and the, the volume, it, it distributes so evenly. And to catch an early show, because at night, at the big-time shows, that's a zoo, and I often stay away from that. But if you can catch an early show, like in the daytime, if the heat's not killing you too much, or certainly in the evening time, it is one of my favorite places to go. And getting things started early on Friday is, yeah, the one and the only Cheryl Crow. Of course I'm going to go see Cheryl Crow at Bonnaroo. Are you kidding me? I bet you've never heard this song before, though.
one's called There Goes the Neighborhood. <clears throat> Excuse me. I dropped acid on a Saturday night just to see what the fuss was about. That doesn't sound like Cheryl Crow, does it? Well, I mean, it does, but it doesn't. You get my point. Stone Spicks for the second day show of the afternoon, 515 on the Witch Stage, which is, which is the second stage uh, uh, sitting right to the left, pointing the other direction from the what stage, which is exactly the opposite. At times can be one of the most disastrous sounding stages you'll ever hear. Sometimes it's better than others, and recently it's been better than others, but it's often hit or miss. That's where you'll find Manchester Orchestra 515 on the witch stage. These guys are from Atlanta. I'm newer to them in the last six to eight months. This is the one everybody knows. This is called the Gold Manchester Orchestra on Friday at Bonnaroo. So far, the forecast looks like that's going to be a pretty pleasant day with a little bit less humidity, maybe. It's still going to be warm, but the weather so far for the whole forecast for the entire festival is looking good, except for a chance of some rain on Sunday. As I record this on Monday the 5th, obviously, the 4th, I should say, a lot of things could change. At 6.15 on the main stage, the what stage? It is Paramore. It really is a bounce back and forth for me all day Friday. It goes what, which, what, which, what, which, what for about six hours. Now, will I make every one of those? Of course I won't. But I will be trying my darndest to get as many as I can at 7.15 as we bounce back over to the potentially awful witch stage at times. It's the Revivalists. young so that's wish i knew you and that's what i'm very likely will miss i saw them from a distance at the uh pilgrimage festival last year and it was fine but it certainly wasn't a must uh, must hear must see again but if i'm in the neighborhood i'll definitely stop by one of the bigger names in alt country rock blending genres out there is sturgill simpson often just referred to as sturgill and i had to go with in bloom here on stone's picks for bonnaroo 2018 
first heard that i was like who is this yahoo butchering this nirvana classic and then i realized oh that's Sturgill simpson <laughs> can't say that and then i realized oh actually it's it's actually pretty good um so last year i was doing a special show for the alt 98.7 radio show where i was doing a bunch of clips from the grammys never really really watched the grammys before at least not in its entirety and one of the new artists that i had heard of just by name who won a video, uh, or excuse me, won an award for best whatever it was, and I even, I think I, I guessed it would be this guy because I was reading that there was a lot of uh, buzz about this dude named Khalid. Not generally my speed on things that I'm listening to in my everyday, you know, Spotify playlist, but this is Khalid, young, dumb, and broke, or something other than that. He'll be on the witch stage at 9.30. Khalid, Bonnaroo. Everybody can identify with a song called Young, Dumb, High School, Broke, High School Kid. Right? Khalid at 9.30. 10.30 is where I'll stop for the day, except for the late night, which I'll get to in a minute. I'll take a long, extended break before I get to the late night uh, Super Jam, which, again, I'll get to those specifics here shortly. But at 10.30, a band I looked at as like, who, what, why are they a headliner? I don't get it. Six months later, I totally get it. This is Muse. Like, yeah, Brian, of course that's Muse. <laughs> Six, seven months ago, I, I probably couldn't have picked the song out of a lineup because I've always ignored the band, which was definitely foolish. So that is going to put the wraps on the first segment. I'll have one more full one to get into uh, the Saturday Stones picks and Sunday. But the late night Super Jam, which I have never done, and now in 16 years of this festival, I have never done the Super Jam because it's always so damn late. And it's, I just... I can't do late night because I like my daytimes to feel good. And I generally shut it down in the neighborhood of 1 o'clock in the morning. If I'm pushing it till 2, I'm really pushing my luck. Well, this year at 2 o'clock in the or is it what is it? It's 1 o'clock in the morning, excuse me, on this tent. It is a Super Jam Tom Petty tribute. All Tom Petty music by a variety of people. I don't, even, I don't have a list in front of me. It always changes. It's exactly, you know, the nature of the event, the Super Jam. Sometimes I think Cheryl Crow is on the list to be there and whoever else wants to. So a tribute to Tom Petty at the 1 o'clock in the morning, Friday night, this tent, Super Jam. There ain't a chance that I'm going to miss that one. I appreciate you guys finding this week's show. Coming up next, a uh, pretty cool little spoof on music festivals. It is the Octopotamus, Octopotopus, something like that. Music festival satire spoof 
and then we'll get into Saturday and Sunday Stones picks. This is a weekly download destination for thousands in the Southeast. This is a Stone on Air podcast, and I will be right back. That is in no way equipped to handle an event of this magnitude. We're going to leave Redfield in shambles. Get here early because we're expecting 16-hour traffic delays in every direction. Someone call a civil engineer. The festival kicks off with an absurdly long entrance line. Spend three hours waiting for one security guard to feel you up and take your drugs. You paid us to molest and rob you. Then it's on to the music. We've got 200 bands performed. 200. And with our schedule and logistics, you'll be able to see eight of them. Only with good planning. Including your two favorite bands. They're both here. Playing at the same time. On opposite ends of the festival. Whoops. Our bad. We did it on purpose. Hungry? We've got the worst food you'll ever spend the most money on. In your entire life. $8 for a bottle of water? That's right. Because you're our prisoner. After lunch, try to hold your breath as you patronize our putrid sea of porta potty. It's a shit shanty town. Don't forget your sunscreen. We hired a team of meteorologists to predict the hottest weekend of the year. Then we planned an outdoor music festival on it. We'd hold it in an oven if we could. So pick a band, find a spot in the grass, and get ready to get kicked in the skull by crowd surfers. Or try crowd surfing yourself. If you want to lose your shoes and get molested again, you pay 300 fucking dollars for this. I love it. I've had that for a couple of years. I don't know who put it together. Funny or die or something like that. Welcome back to the show. Now we're not going to Woodstock. We're going to Bonnaroo. Going down to Yasker's Farm. Going to join in a rock and roll band. Always love this song. And the idea of Woodstock always fascinated me from a very, very young child and into adulthood. And it always made the music festival a very special thing to me. We got to get ourselves back to the garden. So this next guy that I'm going to see first thing on Saturday, I saw at uh, at Bonnaroo first in, in 2015, first time I've ever even heard of him. He'd been around doing things for a long time. I just didn't know. It's the story of my life. His name's Reggie Watts, and he was on one of the late night shows. Might have been Cor- Corden, Corbin, what's his name? James, I think he's hilarious. I think he used to be his band leader. I'm not sure if he still is or not. But I, I, I can get into the comedy tent without waiting in line because of the media badge. I don't know why that always works that way, but it seems to always work. So on that Sunday of the 15 Festival, I was on my way out the door and figured I got a few minutes and I'd like to sit in some AC before I get out of here. So I went to see this guy named Reggie Watts. And I'm going to play a cut of just a, a minute and a half or so, or maybe it's just around a minute, of his stand-up. It's really not all that funny. It's clever. It's dry. It's uh, interesting. It's not always hilarious. That's not really what he does. And then he plays music, which doesn't translate into a, a medium like this, so I decided not to play his music. He does it all on loops. 
And oftentimes, it's with some instruments, but usually it's just his sound effects. His, he just uses his voice to make drum beats and bebops and whatever else, laser noises. I mean, I, it's one of the things you got to see to completely understand, but it is done all in a loop. And I think he's got a drum set where he puts the beat in there. And it's really impressive to see. It's not necessarily all that awesome or funny or anything, but it is very impressive to watch. So this is from uh, one of his stand-ups here in the last, uh, well, turn that down, sorry, and go to this right here. People have a difficult time with time. Time itself is so fleeting and, and temporal. Um, one minute is there, the next is just, it's just not. And every second counts, minute by minute, any distance you feel seems to be a part of time. You could be someone that cares about a lot of things, but does it really matter if the time just slips away, keeps ticking, tick, ticking away? Like, like something that you're not used to, like a person that doesn't matter anymore, like a thing that divulges information too frequently to make you suspicious of whether you should trust it or not, like a supercomputer creating 30,000 teraflops per second in order to gain more understanding of how star systems function and what the eventuality of the universe will be once it expands to its physical limitations. It's like a parrot in a tree, just wobbling around like parrots do, flapping its wings and extending its beak for no reason. That is the future of who we are. Yeah, so you see where I'm coming from here. Not exactly hilarious, but very clever. And I also have a soft spot. Anybody who's talking about the passage of time, it's one of the things that actually uh, I obsess over and consumes me at times. That can be uh, another topic for another podcast at a later date. My guess is I will not stay at that show for its entirety, but I will definitely at least get a little bit of it in i'll take a couple hours off after that point hopefully have some interviews get some sound do some uh, talk around i'd like to run around and find some people who are out of the country and out of the state who've traveled a long way to get their perspective on the festival i hope to have a just a large amount of audio to put into next week's podcast i'll do all that and hopefully be ready and rested and get to the witch stage at let's see what time damn it where's my notes Jesus Christ. There it is. 545. Sorry. Which stage? It's the Rock and Roll Hall of Famer. It's Miss Mavis Staples. Open up. This is a ray. I want to get it through to you. You're not alone. You're not alone. In a real Stand in your place Every tear On every face This one's called You're Not Alone And I could totally dig Smoking a joint and swaying to this shit I can tell you that right now one that I might skip, they'll be right after that, but I'll probably within the area walking by it, so I'll pop in because it's not one of my favorite acts out right now, but it certainly is popular amongst many. It's a guy named, or a band, or again, I don't even know that much about it, Rag and Bone Man. He'll be at this tent at 645 on Saturday evening at Bonnaroo.
They kind of fall in that same category as the revivalists for me. I don't dislike them. I just don't overly like it either. So if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. One that I will spend the afternoon making sure I can time it out right to see many of my band or, or my uh, bandmates, my campmates, will rib me and make fun of me for you know being old Simpleton Brian, always going to see the same thing. The joke often was, I, who I wish would be a Bonnaroo? Uh, Almond Brothers for 24 hours a day. Obviously, that's not true, but you understand where the joke comes from. But Old Crow Medicine Show, if you think I'm going to sit back and Old Crow is playing anywhere nearby and I'm not going to go check it out, you are crazy. It's on the Witch Stage at 745. It's going to rock you like a hurricane. It's going to rock you to you sleep. It's going to rock you till you're out of a job. It's gonna rock you till you're out on the street. It's gonna rock you till you're down on your knees. It's gonna have you begging pretty please. It's gonna rock you like a hurricane. Methamphetamine. It was everything I could do to not sing along with it the whole time. Methamphetamine is the name of that from the old Crow Medicine Show. Right after that, over at this tent, this is a band that I saw on the list back in January called First Aid Kit. And I thought to myself, the hell kind of name is First Aid Kit. Well, it turns out, still, I don't think it's a very good band name, but that's not the point. It's pretty good stuff, and that will be at 8.45 on this tent. Is it a guarantee I make it? Is it a must? No, it's on the maybe list, but it's good sounding stuff. First Aid Kit on Stone's Picks, Bonnaroo 2018. We've had that one in rotation for a while over at Alt 98.7, WXCT in Chattanooga, Alt98.com, and download the mobile app to take it with you anywhere your travels take you throughout the country and the world for those traveling in from all points across the globe for Bonnaroo 2018, June 7th through 10th. Now, this is another one I've got to see to figure it out. I, I have friends that, that swear by and love this band to no end. Oftentimes, I listen to it, and I don't understand what it is that I'm listening to exactly, and I think seeing it live is going to help, but I'm not even entirely sure about that. But the proof will be there, at least from my perspective. This Saturday, 9.45 is the first set. 12.25 is the second set. It's Bon Iver playing two full sets on the Witch stage on Saturday night. That's such an odd sound. I can't even tell if I'm having technical difficulties because I think that I am. 
I feel like I'm popping in and out here a little bit. And because that song's so odd, I don't know whether that's true or not. Uh, I'm going to take a break. You won't know it because I'm going to cut this part out and figure out what that damn noise is. Ah, what the hell, warts and all. There was no sound that you could hear, only me on my end. Speaking of lots of noise, a band that all of my jam band hippy-dippy friends have been loving and taking drugs and losing their minds to for a decade and a half, which I've never bothered to spend much time caring about, is another band that just does exactly that, makes a lot of noise, and it's about time I check them out. Probably only be for about five or ten minutes, but STS9, Sound Tribe, Sector 9, are at 1.15 on the what stage? The headlining stage on Saturday night. one of the least weird noise sounding ones i picked one that a little bit more upbeat and partying so again i'll be there for 5 10 15 minutes at the most and then i'll probably take it back to camp shut her down for the night and get ready for sunday the sad day every time sunday rolls around it really is it's depressing because you know it's over for all intents it's over and if you're smart which i am smart at least when it comes to this festival because i know how to do it Uh, You take off Monday, but I'm out of days, and I kind of have to go to work on Monday. So I don't know how long I'm going to stick around on Sunday, but it is the, uh, if I ranked the days, from my perspective, the best day of the festival is Friday, the second best is Sunday, the third best is, is Thursday, and the worst, the least favorable day is Saturday. So I'll try to do as much as I can as Sunday is loaded up with stuff that I do actually want to hear, starting at 2.15, the what stage, the main stage, so an early show like I was talking about on that stage is Parker Millsap get things going. That's Parker Millsap. Fine Line is the name of that one to get things started on a Sunday. Later on that afternoon at this tent at 4 o'clock is one I really hope I work into the mix. We've got them deep into the rotation over the radio station, and I've given most of their stuff a couple of spins at least, and I've become quite the fan. It'll be at what time again? 4 o'clock on this tent on Sunday. It's Stone's Picks for Bonnaroo 2018 and Sir Sly. I'm just trying to see the road. I don't think this would have been my speed 
I know it wouldn't have been 10 years ago, might not even been five years ago. But as music, popular music has moved more to that pop, dance, rock blend mix, I've learned to not only accept it and to tolerate it at many times to actually really, really like it. Coming up later on that afternoon at 6.45, if I'm still around and there's a chance I might not be, St. Paul and the Broken Bones. This was from about five years ago at a radio station I used to work at. We had uh, Paul Janway and his guitar player in. Never heard of them before. They were promoting a show they were doing here locally. Nobody had ever heard of this band before. And this is from that live studio recording. It's not a very good recording. had to dig it out of the archives. But this is St. Paul and the Broken Bones live in the studio with me at Talk Radio 102.3 five years ago. Forsaken me Imagine sitting in a radio studio and some kind of little pudgy, dorky, white kid, short guy comes walking in there and says, oh, hey, this is a band. We're going to play some, a song for you. And you're like, yeah, sure. Whatever, dude. Go ahead. And then you start to hear this. Well, as I faded out there, but that he just started singing and the entire radio station, everybody in the hallways and their cubicles and their offices all came down to look in the studio. What is this? Who is this that's making these sounds? And it turns out it was St. Paul and the Broken Bones. One of the biggest regrets I might end up having of this entire festival is if I do have to cut out early on Sunday and not make it to the 715 Witch Stage performance from Moon Taxi. I won't beat myself up over it too much because I've seen them two or three times and I've seen them at Bonnaroo on that same stage. That doesn't mean I don't want to see them again, however. 7.15, Sunday evening on the Witch Stage is Moon Taxi. And as soon as I say that that could be the biggest regret I have, because if I miss that because I leave, then clearly I'm absolutely going to miss the next act on the Witch Stage, which is Alt-J. And I've never seen Alt-J before, and I like what Alt-J does most of the time. Sometimes I wonder what it is they're doing exactly, and I think seeing them live might help explain it. They're 9-15 Sunday night on the Witch Stage, Alt-J. And the And then that brings us to the final act of the festival for everybody, which I'm almost assuredly will miss. When the the announcement for the lineup came out, I first thought the Killers. Well, first I thought the Muse, what? Then I thought the Killers? What? Well, I didn't realize 
that I know so many songs of theirs. And I think there's a lot of uh, people out there that might fall into that same boat. Now, I don't like a lot of the songs that they do. It just means I know a lot of them. And a handful of them are okay, and a handful of them I could do without. Of course, everybody knows this one. They'll be 10-15 on the what stage, Sunday night, the final act after a long four-and-a-half-day week up on the farm. Somebody told me you had a boyfriend who looked like a girlfriend that I had a So that about does it. Wraps up my pick, Stone's Picks, for Bonnaroo 2018. My name, again, if you are new to the show because of the nature of the subject matter, I appreciate you giving me some of your time, lending your ears to a podcast like this. It is a weekly destination download for many in the Southeast, certainly right here in Chattanooga, Tennessee, if you are from this area or anywhere in the country or the world. Do follow along on all social media at Stone on Air. The likelihood is I will follow you back and we can have that uh, virtual reality relationship-ish, if you will. And I appreciate you guys finding the show. And everybody back here in Chattanooga who's looking for more interesting things in this, well, there'll be another Bonnaroo-themed show next week as I I plan to, to hopefully get lots of cool conversations. And I might not. It might not work. I just don't know. i got to figure it out as I go along. Bonnaroo is a very difficult place to get everything done you want at the time you want it done, and that doesn't matter what it is. That doesn't matter if you're trying to go see a show, if you're trying to record an interview, if you're just trying to find something to eat, if you're just trying to find some shade, if you're just trying to find a nap. If you just, you know, It doesn't matter what it is. You don't get to necessarily dictate how your weekend goes. That's what makes it so difficult, and at the same time also makes it so unique to anything else you'll ever do. If you've never been to Bonnaroo, you have to go at least once. If you've been, you already know. And if you just don't think it's your thing, but you're interested in kind of peeking through the through the blinds and see, hey, that's cool too. Uh, trying to provide as much of that audio and visual through a social media and the podcast uh, understanding of why this is such a special place to so many of us. You guys have a great week. We'll do it again next week. My name is Brian Stone, and I love you to death. I'm headed to the farm. See you later. Bye.